this is this is this is this is hidden gem. This is hidden gem. This is hidden gem. Welcome back, everybody. What's up, y'all? Uh, I got my man uh, Doom up in here, my little bro Doom. <clears throat> Episode 38, y'all. So, uh, man, we got a lot to talk about tonight. We got a lot to talk about. <laughs> so let's take it back to 2000, man. Let's take it. It's a lot of years, brother. It's like 20, 21 years, 21 years. 21 years, yep. So let's take it back to 2000, man. Let's take it back to 2000, um, the Golden Gate era. How's your story begin over there, man? Golden Gate Apartments was a special community, man. Uh, it was a different breed, and it was a different time, man. Um, yeah, dude, that that neighborhood rugged, so automatically, like, breaking was rugged. I don't, you know, I don't know how to explain it. Give me a second. I'm clueless. Ask me again. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Gate. Take it back to 2000. There you go, dog. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. Oh, I figured it out. I figured it out. Check this out. So, this is how I learned about breaking. So, uh, Sixth Dimension, and uh, but y'all don't know uh, Kareem. So, Kareem and Marcus, which is six, they initially put me down and they started showing me how to break. But it wasn't after until I saw this chick do it. It was my sister's friend, Barbie. She, was, she did a six step. She was like, I'm better than you, you know, it's like a little sibling rivalry kind of thing. So I learned how to do a six step and then uh, backspin. But then it progressed to where like, you know, Marcus and Kareem would like push me, but like super like push, like mad tough love. Like, and if you don't practice, you're going to beat your ass. You know, like <laughs> it was crazy, man. It was good times. <clears throat> Dark side. Uh, Prolix, man. Prolix is, Prolix is the one that uh, actually... Uh, Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dark Side. Uh, Dark Side was Sixth Dimension, Kareem, uh, the homie Jimmy, Jimmy Mencius. I know you know him. Um, it was a couple people, but when I got put down with Dark Side, that's when it was like this banding, you know. So like, I got to rep it for a while, but man, that's crazy. Prolix. So how how'd you get put down with that crew, man? Uh, through many years, well, we basically grew up together, but it was like uh, a couple years of training alongside Marcus and Kareem. Um, you know, it wasn't just like breaking. It was like, it was like we did, we did everything together, bro. Like we, we hung out fucking, you know, if something was going down, we would, you know, either, even though I was like fucking 12 years old, bro, it was crazy. It's like, it became a family, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. TJ. And then from there, what? And then from there, you formed the uh, the D's Nuts crew in DUI. Is that how that all came about? <laughs> well, all right. So D's Nuts was a joke. It was supposed to be, you know, we didn't know what the hell to sign up as for a jam, so we did it. But I mean, you know, people were like, "Yo, Vermin and Doom are here. They signed up as D's Nuts. Oh shit, it's D's Nuts." You know, so like, but it only went so far. You know, after Dark Side, uh, 
I was on a dark side for a while. You know, I didn't have a crew. I didn't have anybody to break with. Uh, I studied the Mighty Four tape for pretty couple of months or whatever. But um, after Dark Side, these nuts came about. And then after these nuts, um, <laughs> and then after these nuts, <laughs> um, we were in my basement. It was me, Six Dimension, uh, this guy named Kamal. Uh, you remember Squalid? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, yeah, he was there too. Uh, and we were coming up with names and uh, a few names, you know, off the top were like Raw Symptoms, uh, Taliban styles, uh, I don't know, just really odd names until me and Six was just chilling and all of a sudden just like, yo, bro. And I, we were lit, you know, drinking, smoking. I was like, yo, bro, DUI crew dancing under the influence, you know? And that's how it's, and that everything I'm doing is initially the way it happened at the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Disturbed Puppets. Oh, wow. Yeah, that wasn't my crew, though. <laughs> and, well, Vermin, Vermin was also a part of, what, the, the whole D's Nuts crew also, right? Yeah, Ver, me and Vermin uh, started the D's Nuts crew. And then he was DUI, um, I guess. Not not immediately off the jump, but he he, he, he became DUI, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, who was it? It was me, Six Dimension, Squalid. Oh, my God. You guys remember Albert? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, my, you know what, y'all? Like, I, I have, I'm, I, my heart is good because, like, I see the talent in everyone and potential. And you know, like, I, he had talent. I wanted to train that guy, dude. But man, there was nothing I could do. <laughs> there was nothing, bro. You know, <laughs> um, there was a couple other people in the crew. You remember uh, George? George was in our crew. I don't know if you remember him, George Z. Uh, June, June. And who else? Oh, we had this all styles dancer dude, but I don't know what the hell happened, man. Like, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so, going from that, uh, going from DUI, 2008, right? We had Eat 'em Up. I think is it Eat 'em Up two, or is it Eat 'em Up one? I think you know it was definitely Eat 'em Up two, but I don't know if it was. Was that in 07 or 08? I, I want to say Phil's probably gonna be the one of the days, but I want to say 08. Let's just go with 08. 2008, right. Eat 'em Up. It's a big event for you, and tell us the story about how you got put down with the with the Rob to the vibe. Check this out. So, uh, me and you know, me and Six pulled up to the jam. You know, we we I don't know if you pay attention back then, but there was never a third. You know, at that point, it was just me and Six. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we pulled up to the jam and three on three. He was like, "You want to do two on three? I was like, "No, nah, man." And then stuff's like, "Yo, what up, B? Yo, we want to battle, <laughs> right?" And uh, <laughs> so we agreed, but um. You know, it was just, and, and like at the, at the time that like we agreed to battle, it was only to battle. But uh, we've been, we, we were practicing here and there, you know, before that event. And like, you know, we got to like top four or some shit like that. Uh, stuff was like, you know, you guys are family, you know, welcome to ATD, you know, because like we, we train with them. But just that event, you know, it just set something. The chemistry was just very combustible. He, they, he was just like, bro, it's it's our time, you know, let's get it, you know. So, <clears throat> who was a part of that original lineup when when you joined up? Who was who was all part of it back then? Of the ATD, uh, so it it was just Stealth and Fat Rock, dude. Um, yeah, no nobody else was repping. Uh, yeah, no, it was just Stealth and Fat Rock. Just Stealth and Fat Rock. That's what you. So you and Sis got put down from that from that yeah. night. 
Yeah, dude, man. <laughs> when we got put down with ATD, right? It was like uh, it was it was like a thing of com- conforming, you know. At first, that's what it felt like. Cause like me and Fat Rock always used to beef. He'd always be like, "You don't got no footwork." I'm like, "I don't need footwork. I got moves, bro. Do you got moves?" You know, and like, yeah, that shit's crazy, man. That don't, yeah, that was a good time, dude. <laughs> go, let, let's let's go into some of your influences coming up and some of your mentors, man. Who are some of the people that really like you know made an impact on you coming up? Benjamin Bausch, Evil Ben is one of them. But uh, yeah, uh, Iron Man was definitely one of my. Biggest mentors, uh, Iron Man, dude, he, from the first jam I ever went to, uh, first come, first serve at TJ, from uh, from that, that jam, all, even up till now, like, yo, we still, like, talk or whatever, like, he helped guide me, like, uh, on the right path to, like, towards the music, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I was breaking at the time, but I was connecting with the music, but, like, he, he, he had me, he, like, put me on a path of, that really opened up, like, the doors for this shit, you know? Um, uh, I could, could I, do I have to be specific? Cause like, I mean, that's going to be a long list of mentors, man. Cause like, I, I really believe in that each one teach one shit. So I train with like lab rats, you know, LOZ. Um, oh, what, what's that? Who's name? You know, scavenger. Yeah. I remember scavenger. Yeah. Uh, from, well, and, and it's, yeah. When, when, when this is like 08, when they came down from Bulgaria, like we used to session with them. Like three, four times a week, dude, and like that dude's you know, scavenger, man. He like, dude, you ever seen him break? It's like, dude, you you don't even look like that. Like, how the fuck did you do that, yo? So like, yeah. Um, dude, you were a fucking mentor, man. From <laughs> all the way back from fucking last man standing, you know what I'm saying? A long time ago, dude. You like, yeah. Oh, of course, Phil. But this Prolix, uh, people got, if y'all don't know this, this is Prolix's original name. Ill Philly Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Phil was a mentor, too. Yo. So let's talk. Uh, <laughs> what up, what up? Let, let's go, to, let's go, let's go, let's take a little trip over to uh, Who Can Roast the Most in D.C., man. This is, this is really good story that you have oh. <laughs> about, about Johnny Appleseed. Tell us the story about Johnny Appleseed, bro. All right, so... Uh, who can roast the most DC uh, after we did our like uh, exhibitions? Me, Stealth, Evil, Fat Rock, uh, Stealth Sister. Man, it was like nine or ten of us. We were outside and uh, Stealth rolled this baseball bat like bogey blunt. Dude, it was huge. So like we smoke, we go back in and uh, I hear somebody in the cyber saying, yo, fuck the DMV, yo, they're fucking whack. And it's this guy with the mullet. You know, and a fucking rat tail and shit. Looks like a, you know, Johnny Appleseed, right? Motherfucker. And then I hear another voice saying the same shit, but this time it's a smaller version of the first guy. So immediately, uh, as soon as the last guy stopped dancing, boom, jumped in there. And I, it, yo, are you laughing, man? Yeah, you're laughing. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Keep <laughs> going. <No. Good. laughs> so, so we um, immediately, you know, I jumped in the cypher and uh, delivered the first round. And, you know, I got in the dude's face. He's like, oh, you know, you want to keep talking shit? Let's go. So here comes Johnny Appleseed. Does his thing. Boom, boom, boom. Task jumps in next. Delivers his round, right? Then somebody else from their side. Isaac was in that battle, too. And then 
I don't know if a lot of a lot of people might not know this name, but uh, his name was Addis. Addis jumped off the stage where the DJ booth was at into a fucking head glide. You know what I'm saying? Like that battle was nuts. So I'm gonna tell you why that was one of the memorable moments or whatever. But at the end of that battle or whatever, like minutes gone by, we meet up with Johnny Appleseed, right? And his exact words were, "Bro, that was the dopest fucking battle I've ever been in." You know what I'm saying? Respect. And, uh, yeah, dude, come to find out, Johnny Appleseed is from Five Crew Dynasty. I don't know his real name, you know. Call <laughs> him oh, Johnny Appleseed. <clears throat> so another uh, big uh, big moment for you, I feel, was uh, Breaking Barriers. Uh, tell us about that. Oh, Breaking Barriers. Uh, so uh, if y'all know me, y'all know I don't really give a shit about winning jams. Um, it's a plus, and it's I just, you know, it's dope, whatever, but I don't give a fuck about winning jams. So, uh, on this date, uh, Breaking Barriers, whatever, I went to the event. I just got back from Connecticut. My son was born, whatever. And um, I fucking run into stuff again. He's like, yo, B, why don't you sign up to battle? And I'm like, can I come here yo. and have fun? I, I, like, yo, I, my energy, like, it was it was mad blissful because, like, yo, my, my son was born, bro. And it was, it's an amazing fucking feeling, man. So... I didn't want to battle, but stuff go ahead. And he, he goes ahead and says, do it for your son, B. And he turns around and he walks away real quick before I could be like, man, no, nah, no, nah. So I had no choice. Obligated to sign up and battle. And I do. And I'll tell you what, man, like, that was like the first time in a lot of years that I was in an event. Like, I was at an event. I wasn't anxious. I wasn't, you know, like, I didn't feel pressure. I just felt great because... You know, my son, like that energy carried on for me with me for like a few days and it was amazing. But yeah, man, I, uh, I, oh, dude, at that jam, I fractured my kneecap. I fractured my left patella at that jam and, uh, and I won that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, your stealth impression is, uh, very on point, by the way, man. <laughs> Thanks a lot, dude. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so tell me about um, how did you become Doom, man? How did you get your name Doom, bro? What, what's the story with the, with the name Doom? Okay, so uh, when I started breaking, um, you know, like every b boy goes through it. They have a, like a, a lineup of names or whatever that sticks to them or that defines them. For for me my definition came from the way I was standing. Like I was standing like this at a jam. And um, one of our friends with Muhammad Newman was like, Hey bro, you look like fucking Dr. Doom. And I'm like, who the fuck's that? You know? Cause I, I didn't really watch cartoons or read comics or anything like that, but it sounded fucking tight, Dr. Doom. So I kept with it, you know? And then I found out who he was, whatever. But I guess from the beginning, like it just like doom is what I do, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna doom you. You see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. And then, and then, like from Doctor Doom, um, I guess like I forgot who called. Uh, I think it was Iron Man who called me Doomsday. He was like, "Yo, Doomsday." And uh, oh yeah, shout out to Cab Crew for coming up with my entrance. The Doom. Remember that joint? Yeah, I do remember that. So shout out to Cab for that. Um. So like Doomsday, then there's King Doom, and you know, the one and only Doom. So, yeah, man, I had my yo, I fucking I had 
my b-boy name was gonna be fucking nucleus or uh what's that other one man shadow what the fuck does that mean you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yo i can't I, yo, bro like your 11 year old and me trying to find a name it's like what do i call my what do i call myself you know that shit's crazy <laughs> <clears throat> So, I mean, I've, I think everybody watching tonight knows what you're notorious for. And it's like, it's an honor, I feel, for you to have this reputation. But I, I want to go deeper into it, man. You, you have such an aggressive and explosive style. And very few have that kind of style in DMV. Where do you get that mentality from? Where, where does it thrive from? And uh, how does it connect to, you know, your personal, you know, traits and everything? All right. So, um, a lot of... A lot of people who don't know me, whatever, probably don't know the name Zeno. Um, and the people who do know me, they, they probably know of Zeno, but uh, Zeno was is one of those one B boys that really influenced my like style because it wasn't just breaking. You know what I'm saying? Like everything I experienced in Golden Gate, you know what I'm saying, would come to the surface anytime you'd hang out with Zeno. Like you remember uh, Chain Reaction when Hannibal was talking shit. Oh, his homie was talking shit, and Zeno was like, fuck this cypher, let's go outside. And he went outside, he's ready to bang him out, you know? Like, that's what it was like in Golden Gate. So, like, I guess the way I grew up, uh, you know, dictated my way I was in the circle, you know? Like, fight dance, that's what it's called. So, like, me, I'm, a, I'm fucking 5'6". I've always had to be, like, explosive, you know? Wow! So, like, that was my approach. And also, like, I have a, I have a, a, a belief... Uh, don't fake the funk, you know, who you are in the circle should represent who you are outside of the circle, like circle, you know, like if you're some fucking computer geek or whatever, and you're in the circle, like, no disrespect to Shamboyant, I'll give you an example, I battled Shamboyant in the finals of the jam, and he was talking shit to me and using fighting words, like, shut up, bitch, you're whack, bro, do you know how, yo, if, if it wasn't because it was the finals and the money was on the table, I would have punched him in his fucking throat, dude, you know, I would have destroyed him. Like, yeah, so my aggressive style and all that shit came from Golden Gate. Um, training with people like Zeno, Six Dimension. Six Dimension's an asshole, but I love him. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, dude. There's no other way. It's just spontaneous com combustion. That's all it is. <clears throat> What's up, man? <clears throat> We're not going to get too much into your, your personal life. I feel that's, that's, for, that's for people that are close to you. But um, you you've been through a lot in your life, bro. How do you how do you deal now with with who you are doing now compared to back then with mental health and you know all all, all your obstacles in life with the dance? So you know you hear people say, "Oh, the dance saved me," or "the dance blah blah blah." The dance is still saving me. Uh, so like you know, pandemic started and all you know it's chaos, whatever. Uh. The pandemic really switched things up, like, you know, uh, for my kids, for the family. So for the past year or so, I haven't, I've been at a disconnect. But the only thing that brings me back to, you know, earth is breaking. And, um, like, I'll put it this way. I Like, with very little control in your life, right, and you have one thing that you're good at, one thing that's productive, it's healthy, right, like, that's what breaking is for me. I have control over breaking. One of my thoughts, my feelings, my movements, um, everything. So if it wasn't for breaking, I wouldn't have any, like, a standing point to find, to 
find something positive in other aspects of my life that I don't have control. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, breaking is a, it's a must-have. It's a must-do. Like, I haven't session, you know, in a while, but, I mean, after this, I'm going to have to. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Yo, in respect to, uh, got to give uh, Doom his flowers, man. My, my boy is clean now. What, you, you're, you're sober, right? Am I correct about that? I smoke tree. I'm guilty of that. But, uh, yeah, dude, I've, I've, yo, I don't drink alcohol. I hate that shit. Like, I'm glad I quit that shit. And if you're, you have the option of quitting, guys, quit. That shit's no good. Uh, yeah, I just smoke tree, bro. I don't really, like, I had an incident a few years back or whatever. Uh, it was a really dark one. Um, I think you know of it, whatever, but I'm not going to give too many details. It uh, really, I would say not, it closed my eyes for sure. You know, I was gone for brick, but it opened my eyes because, um, like, bro, like, I got kids, you know. Uh, I got sisters. I got my shorty. I got you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, it's 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 a hard battle, but I see, you know, the older you get, the more you see, the wiser you get. So now that I'm fucking 32, uh, I see it clearly, you know, like, there's no time to fuck around, dude. Yeah. I like, like that. There's no time have, to fuck have around. Have your fun. Have your fun. But have discretion and also be mindful because, like, it could be your last moment, you know what I'm saying? So that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why, like, I've made the transition into, like, sobriety, you know, or a healthy lifestyle, you know. It's hard work. Do you feel, uh, do you feel like nowadays, like, I asked this question to, uh, to Aaron last night, do you feel like you have a role in the community uh, with where you are now? for being in the scene for so long? Uh, to be honest, not at the moment, dude. Um, I, you know, like, there, I, I really don't like hearing, oh, the DMV legend, like, you know, I, like, yeah. I, I'm still active. Like, I still, I, I get what people are getting at, but, I, like, there's so much more that I can do. Like, like I, it's, I can offer more than just breaking, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like I got to jump back in the circuit and, it's a personal preference. Not like I got to prove my shit to anybody else, but me personally, I feel like, you know, bro, you could do a little more. You're holding back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, something else that, that, that me and you wanted to cover tonight was um, <clears throat> the brotherhood. The uh, brotherhood yeah. and the, the, the closeness of uh, you and Sixth Dimension. Um, go ahead and speak on, like, how, like, you guys came to be, man, and how this, this close friendship is still staying attached with through dance and just through life. So... So I met six back in like '95. I'll have to ask him this because this is—I uh, I know it's 20 plus years I've known this guy. But um, yeah, I met him at Golden Gate, whatever. And dude, like, man, his cousin beat my ass one day. I was like eight years old, right? His cousin was like 11, and like you know, Marcus stopped me from getting punished, right? So like, even even from like the youngest like age, I wasn't even breaking that time. Like, yo, Marcus and his brother Tony, uh, his sister Ashley, they they always like looked out, you know. And plus, we lived in the same building. You know what I'm saying? I was apartment two, he was upstairs two hundred two. Um, yeah, dude, me and Six have been through the fucking the ringer, bro. Like when I was locked up, you know, shit went down, shit went sideways with my my baby mom, whatever, you know. And uh, yeah, dude, like. Even, like, even to this day, like, it's been about the principle, you know, because, like, of course I was mad about certain shit, but, yo, the fact is, a lot of people don't know this, when I was gone, Sixth Dimension took care of my firstborn, you know what I'm saying? 
kept her healthy, kept her safe, things like that. People don't know that, you know? So, like, we got, you know, being able to get past that with six, bro. And then, yo, man, he, he, he has a saying, if you swing, I swing. If I swing, you swing, you know? It's always been like that. By one time, at Fairfax Corner, um, we are battling everybody. We were twisted, right? We were calling everybody out. And Albert starts talking shit to me. I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. Man, come here. I was going to punch him in his fucking face, but everyone gets in the middle, right? So, like, picture this, right? Like, I see a, I, my peripheral. I see something over here, and I look up, right? And it's fucking Marcus. He jumps over me to punch Albert. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was crazy, dude. He's always had my back, man. And, like, uh, yeah, I know you're listening, fucker. Shit. Uh, you're probably one of the people that can smoke me. You hear me? Yeah. Shout out to Marcus, man. <clears throat> Shout out to Marcus, man, for real. Yep. That, that six, <laughs> hey, yo, that, not the sixth six dimension. He's, he wants this, uh, to be pronounced right, six. Not the sixth <laughs> dimension. <laughs> oh, shit. So, man, um... Oh, there's another story on here that, that we kind of want to get into. I'll tell the story about Poe One, man. Oh, my goodness. Poe One. All right, so, man, uh, how do I start it and how do I end it? I got trashed. Long story short, I was like 16 years old. I got fucking hammered at circles, man. And uh, I start puking over a rail, and then I start falling over the rail. You know, there's a drop. And... Sixty mention this government b boy name. So I start yakking over this rail, and um, you know I'm I'm lit, bro. Like I was just gonna go with it, just go with the flow, bro, because that's where my fucking equilibrium was sending me. But nah, Pope, you know, grabbed me, saved me and shit, and like I I, I have visuals of that day, like you know talking to him, and I'm like, bro, man, thank you. And, like, yo, it's all good, bro, you know? Like, raspy voice, I remember. But, yo, I talked to him about this a few months ago, man. Like, it's it's real. Like, if yeah. if Poe didn't fucking grab me, bro, I probably would have broke my neck, man. Look, Phil says I yeah. remember this. You know something, Phil? Dude, like, every year I went to circles, the same thing fucking happened every time. <laughs> Wasted, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> man, I'm glad that retired. <laughs> Man, um, damn, did a hell of a life, bro. <laughs> Is there any? Uh, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm just sitting here thinking, like, yeah. I said, uh, tell us about when you did the illustration, illustration ingredient with oh, Nathan. Illustration ingredient uh, was at this church in 2000, December 14th, 2009. It was a uh, lottery jam, and um. I got I got paired up with uh his name was Shield, B-Boy Shield. And fucking like I didn't know who he was, so I was like, who the fuck is that? And as soon as I saw him, I was like, Oh, we won. And and here's the crazy part. Uh you know House from Assassins? Yeah. So he paid he paid for me to get into the jam and he says if you don't win, you owe me the money back. <laughs> so I had to win. <laughs> Uh, new, what's up, new? Uh, new, new said, um, "What do you, uh, what do you miss the most about the golden years of the DMV?" Honestly, man, the energy, uh, th- like the energy that around that time, like I'd say, like for example, like there was, 
Yo, like LOZ, Lab Rats, Beatwax, um, fucking Animal Farm. What's that other? Hidden Characters. Um, and I know Deadly Venoms was still active around that time. Anton and uh, Loco. Anyways, just think of it this way. Everybody had their own energy. They brought their own energy to the table, right? Not like now, like you got people who look alike and do the same shit. No, not not these people. Like around that time, yo, like it it was more. It was more than just like fucking. Uh, how do I explain it, man? It's, it it wasn't about the clout. It wasn't about uh, uh, the word or whatever. Not nah, like if me and you had problems, bro, and we we would fucking battle or we would fight. You know what I'm saying? It was real. It wasn't like, for example, I judged the event at Ashburn and some fucking loser in Philly wants to make a comment about my, my judging skills. You know what I'm saying? Like, like bro, like the shit I seen, the, the, like the way I came up with the individual, like it, it's not like now, bro. Like every, you, you were hungry. You earned your shit. You worked for it. You know, like the golden years, man, is, like it's, I don't think it could go, ever go back to that, man, because now you've got fucking tutorials and fucking bite biting is a thing now like it's it's like back then if you if you bit somebody you you get fucking like you get smacked in the face or like you, you get smoked but now like you can bite you can bite like you can bite this dude's whole round and win red bull bc1 hmm. you know it's it's not the same no more and no easy props like yeah what was the biggest beef battle that you've seen oh ha you're gonna like this one, Earl. Um, it was actually well, this it was actually LOZ and Lab Rats. Uh, mm. Toxic got hit in the head with a bottle. I don't know if you remember that. That was pretty bad, man. That thing it, it lingered for a while, you know. That was a pretty interesting beef. <laughs> um, I should do my well, best in the comments here. Uh, yeah, Roach asked, know, "What's your Roach said? Uh, what's your mentality like when you're when you're battling?" Like, like, what's your uh, thought no. process like? So now versus, like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like, oh, nine, uh, there were no thoughts, bro. It was just, I'm, I'm here to do this, and I'm going to kill it. And there was no anxiety. There was no, you know, like, there was nothing holding me back. It was, uh, unless I was, you know, wasted or whatever. But um, back then, it was, it was nothing in the way. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. You know, people see me at jams, like, they might, like, I might look fine now, but really, like, when I'm battling, I have anxiety. Like, my chest gets tired or whatever. It fucking sucks. So, in my head, is like, my thought, I try to keep my thoughts as positive or whatever, but, like, no. <laughs> you know, they say mind over matter. Well, there's also matter over mind. You know, what you mm. feel here can, you know, and like, yeah. So, when I battle now, I try to keep in mind, like, the most important thing about it dancing is having fun like being able to feel good versus like trying to feel good I've, oh like i'm fucking anxious i want to feel i'm gonna try no the goal is to have fun and to and to do what i'm good at to do what i love tell him so yeah my goal is to have fun to enjoy it be, and i learned this recently to actually enjoy my round you know like enjoy the music you know fucking even like bro the fucking floor touching the floor like all that stuff, like, I actually try to think about because uh, there have been a few events in the past few years, dude, that, like, I really, I, I was ready. I had an arsenal of moves. I had the stamina. I had everything lined up. But my mental health was, like, 
So it was uh, it was uphill battle, man. Axis said, "Tell them about the time in Philly when we battled." So, man, this uh, this story is gonna be funny. So you ever go to a jam and you see somebody do a move, and then you see somebody else do another move? That's the same move as that guy, or whatever. So, long story short, that's what happened. This guy we battled did the same round as the guy in the previous battle. So I'm like this. I call him a biter. Fuck you, man. What the fuck you talking? Blah, blah, blah. So I, after the battle, I proceed to walk up to that side because I wanted rounds. You know what I'm saying? I wanted my rounds. I was talking shit, so fucking guy pushes me. And all of a sudden, I fucking feel somebody squeeze me and it lifts me off the floor and I'm like shaking my arms and feel like, let me go. Let me go. You know, like it was Chatterbox from uh, Rep Styles. <laughs> the guy's like six, whatever, like six feet tall, like 280 pounds, just fucking picked me up like nothing. He was like, breathe. I was like, fine, whatever, bro. You know? Um, yeah, dude, they, they didn't want to battle. So, like, so we, we got outside. Fucking, uh, I was smoking a cigarette, and, 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 and the youngin' is, like, standing next to me with his fist ball up, like, acting like he don't see me. But where I'm from, that means he's trying to sneak, you know? He's trying to, like, hit you with, without looking type shit, so... So I, I was confronted. I was like, yo, bro, like, I'm not no bitch ass. Like, I, I come from a different generation. If you want to fight, we can fucking fight. And Chatterbox came back out and was like, no, no, no. This guy here, he came up with us. He came up with, like, when he, when he was, like, 15 and 16, we were killing it. He was killing it. You know, like, the fucking, he didn't get it. But then after the talk, right, they were like, oh, so this guy, this guy, he knows his shit. He's been around. We're sorry. You know, fuck you. You know, like. <laughs> that was that was. I never. I, I haven't been that mad at a jam in a long time because, like, bro, I got pushed and then I got fucking squeezed and I wasn't allowed to fight. You know, terrible, terrible. <laughs> Enormous human being, exactly. What advice would you give to the new generation to keep them to strive to be original? Just be yourself. Like, if if, you, if when you're to any b boy who's like just getting into this shit, you know, if your life lacks substance or if it lacks. You know, like, uh, if you don't got a fucking hobby, if you don't got something to, like, keep your fucking life going forward and not at a standstill, then, like, you're not going to be original. You know, like, you always got to always keep thinking, don't focus on a move. You know what I'm saying? Like, you hear people say now it's called shapes. Back then it was called text, you know? Um like, don't focus on the vocabulary. Don't focus on, like, of course, the foundation is essential. Focus on it. But, yo, fucking bug out and just enjoy being you. Because, like, I was thinking about this a few nights ago. hundred years from now, it's like, is there going to be another B-Boy Doom? You know? Is he going to be a fucking robot? Like, like I, when they talk about B-Boy Doom, like, I want it to be like, yo, this guy, original. You know, this guy, it was, he never, never, like, went the same way. Like, this guy was just, like, that's what, like, the approach, like, the new generation should take. Also, hold on. This is the most biggest piece of information I can give the new generation. History. Study. Learn about the pioneers. Learn the history of the dance, the culture. Learn, uh, like, like, DMV history. If you're from DMV, learn your history, please. Because, like, I was telling Monk uh, earlier, I was like, it's, um, this is the, earlier before the interview, it's, people think of me, they think of aggressive style, whatever, but I can, when they ask me, who, uh, who's your inspiration? And if I say Zeno, they don't know. 
And to me, that's upsetting because that's flip side kings. You know what I'm saying? Like those those guys, they did something completely different, you know? So like study your history, ask your OGs. Even if, and if they're not your OGs, ask. Learn your shit, bro, because uh, fucking you don't want to be the guy that thinks he's super dope and end up looking like fucking uh, Albert. I don't know. I'll just use Albert <laughs> since we're going on him all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as you know, it's fan, man. Yep, it sure was. What about the Asian Festival? Do I remember the Asian Fest? Which one where it rained and we had to battle on the fucking stage with no music? And then the finals was Fused Rats versus LOZ. Is that the Asian Fest you're talking about? I think you're talking about the one, actually. Yeah, what about that, then? Did something crazy happen? I don't remember. I, no, nah, nothing crazy happened. Somebody did halos on concrete, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else I want to say? Um, any last, any last, any last thoughts you want to get out tonight to everybody watching tonight, man? Hmm. Shout out to my crew. Arrive to defy all you assholes, even Fat Rock. Um, <laughs> uh, shout out to all the DMV. Uh, to the new generation, too, you know, you guys keep doing your thing. JP, Peach, those guys, you know what I'm talking about. Um, shit, shout out to Monk. Yo, Monk is this cool fucking guy, bro. He's got his own podcast, man. Shout out to Monk. Um, and everybody in the comment section, dude. I haven't heard from Earl in forever. Roach, fucking Phil is always around. Yo, Phil is like the 2021 Axe Jeeves. You know that? <laughs> You could ask him anything. He'll fucking know it, dude. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> being present can be so difficult, but so important to do. Yes, it is. But, how, Roach, when you say present, is it relevant or just showing up? Because there's a difference, you know? Mm. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, exactly. You can be present and not be relevant and look like, uh, I need to think of someone. Albert, there you go. Um, <laughs> or you can Yo. be relevant and show up and can, and kill your shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. I'm sorry for going out. Oh, um, how do I make my keyboard go away? There it goes. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I just uh Oh, look who came in. Iron Man. Iron Man coming up in here. Russell, what's up? Where the fuck, man? I was talking about you, man. I said you were trash, bro. I'm kidding, man. <laughs> Oh, nah, man, it's one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hold on. Another thing, hey, Earl, about the golden era was, uh, yo, people talk shit, bro. People weren't afraid to get punched in the face. People, yo, like, you would, yo, it was exciting. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just like, it, oh, they're breakdancing. No, there's something going on there, man. It might escalate or it might de-escalate. You know, there was always options, man. And, and the shit you would hear is funny, bro, because, oh, you know what? I forgot. Soup was the b-boy in DUI. My bad, bro. I forgot about you, man. Uh, Soup had got to argue with uh, Peter uh, Stray Cat from AWR. Is that his name? Yeah. Stray Cat? Toy's brother. Yeah, Toy's brother, yeah. So, so, uh, so Peter fucking tells uh, Soup, fuck you, you fucking suck, right? Stuart's like, fuck you, bro. I'll beat your ass, right? And, then, and all Peter had to say was, I fucked your mom twice, bro. 
soup lost it, right? <laughs> soup lost, you know, like that, 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 that right there, like that's to the new generation. That's a battle tactic, bro. Cause like, yo, you might that you might not even have moves, but all you gotta do is get into your opponent's head, and they got no moves either. <laughs> you know, say the right thing and fucking. Biter. Oh, who do I bite? Ah, you fucked your round up. You know, like. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, bro. Thank you for uh, doing this episode with me tonight, man. I know, uh, I know you were you were pretty nervous earlier, but you did gave you gave everybody a good episode, man. You gave everybody a good episode, man. Um, I mean, uh, dude, trying. I'm just trying. Yeah. Trying to stay present. <laughs> you know, I met I met Doom when he came to one of my jams. It was I think Doom's last man standing. Came and his mom. And his mom pulled me to the side. She was like, "You gotta watch this, dude. watch this kid, take care of him, look over him." And I was like, "You know what?" Because at first he was never gonna be able to come to an event, um, with because yeah. that 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 was the rule to it. So I took it upon myself to like kind of you know be there for him and like take him to all the jams, kind of watch over him and stuff. So I'm just proud of who you become man, and who you are as a person now, man. Uh-huh. So it's been a long ass journey with you, man. So and I gotta give you your flowers, man. So yeah. Yo, you know, you 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 spoke the fucking truth because I'm people don't know this. I'm Cuban, right? And again, Cuban households are so different. Like, yo, if mom says no, it's no, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the fact that I started going to jams, bro, then I, you know what? I think it was because like she never seen me get down like that, and until circles. Once she saw me at circles and the last man standing, she was like, "Oh shit, it's really he's really doing something." You know, like <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah, dude. Shout out to my mom for that one. Hell yeah. Shout out to Mama Duke, show. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, bro. Thanks for this episode man. tonight, man. One more thing. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm trying to figure this out. All right, man. Who would y'all want to see battle six dimension in an exhibition? Yeah, just before I get off, just think about that and let me know. Because, uh, I want to see something happen with six. Yeah. We'll do that. You got to make that happen. <laughs> All right. Everyone, I'm out. Uh, I got to go back to being a dad. Oh, that's another thing. Fatherhood, you know? That's the yes, greatest sir. thing that happened to me. So, um, yeah, man, it was good chopping it up with y'all. I'm glad that I actually got fucking people, you know? Like, I was thinking, like, oh, I ain't nobody going to fucking watch this bullshit. But, yo. No. Your episode's popping tonight, tonight man. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to everybody. Much love. Yeah, much love to everybody. Thank you for everybody uh, doing the improv with us tonight. So. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Everybody stay blessed. I'm getting out of here, man. Hell yeah. Love you, bro. Peace. Love Peace. you too, brother. Peace out, y'all.